Ellis and Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellis and Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellis and Salazar for over 55 years. Ellis and Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations. South at 4501 South Congress. North at 8808 Research Boulevard. And New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and special guest Kathy Glover. Welcome to Love Talk. This is Evelyn Davison broadcasting uh, today from the beautiful studios of The Bridge, uh, KTXW. Today's Christian Talk, and I will come on Saturday morning and uh, Friday, uh, Sunday afternoon, and we are just thrilled to have you join us today. Got a very special program planned today with my friend Kathy Glover. I've known Kathy probably 30 years, and she comes from media. We're going to be talking today about change points of life, and we're going to talk specifically about a need that we have in the Austin area of those who don't have a lot of choices to make changes in their life. And so it is great to be here, and I want to welcome you, Kathy. Thank you so oh. much. Evelyn, it's always a joy to get to talk to you. Well, it is for me, too. And we don't get to see each other very much. We uh, don't. We are so both so busy and moving about. But I, I do want us to talk a little bit about a lot of things today. Uh, you are... Um, uh, you attend the University of Texas and graduate with a degree in radio. Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> TV, film, and you worked in radio news and then a library lady in a private school. You've got one book published. What's the name of your book? Destined for a Mission. It's and what about is it the about? life journey of a gentleman named Herman Nash. Looks like Noosh, but Mr. Nash is quite a character. As I like to say, not all characters are in books, yeah. as you know, because you're a walking <laughs> example. 
But Mr. Nash was just a phenomenal individual, uh, grew up very poor, understood what it meant to be hungry, and then just sent by God, had a great vision for Haiti and wanted to see the people in Haiti be fed and developed a gardening program. And so we took his life, his uh, inspiration of Haiti, and then uh, went back into his own personal history, really his memoir, mm-hmm. and then wrapped it all up in the story. So he was destined for a mission, and he invites other people to do the same. Well, we certainly are on the mission. I am, and I know you are. Is this a personal friend of yours? How did you come to know this person? Uh, Mr. Nash, the Nash family, is well-known in the greater Austin area. Uh-huh. And then uh, our friend Dan Davis uh-huh. told me that Mr. Nash really wanted to write his memoirs, and it's very hard to write yeah. about yourself. And uh, quite frankly, Mr. Nash is a storyteller. And once I began to hear him mm-hmm. tell his stories, I thought, we can do this. It's just a matter of recording the story stories and putting them in book format and really organizing, you know, what's the hook? Where do you start? Well, he wanted to start with Haiti. So we started and ended with Haiti, but we sandwiched his life in between. What did he do uh, employment-wise? Did he own a business in Austin? He owned several. Boy, you're making me think hard. This book came out in 2010. Uh, He did uh, quite a few things. made a fortune and lost a fortune in real estate. Yes. So he understood what it meant to have a great deal and to mm. lose a great deal and and humble enough to start over. Mm. You know, that's an exciting story because uh, in one way or another, all of us probably reach that point of desperation where we have to make a change in our life or allow the Lord Jesus to do that. Yes, although the external circumstances may be different, I think you're absolutely correct. There's a crisis point. Or a change point. It comes to all of us. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we're talking about today. But I want to know how your summer's gone. I know you took a trip. Oh, my summer. Actually, we went in the spring to Turkey. My in the husband spring. and I are able to go to Turkey every year. We make a point of um, paying for that trip because mm-hmm. we go uh, I, what I call a working vacation. Mm-hmm. It's just a joy to get to go and support uh, Christian workers. We are with a group that helps deal with marriages of Christian workers Mm -hmm. because quite frankly we are given a great commandment and a great commission and if you are on the field uh, trying to work on that great commission you have to be reminded I think very specifically Mm -hmm. that yes you do love the Lord and you also love your neighbor and in some cases your neighbor lives in your house it's your spouse it's your children and if you fail those relationships you know what? It's very hard to do the other. Yes. And uh, the foreign field, whether it's Turkey, it's one in particular that's difficult. But I think many Muslim countries are hard. Mm-hmm. They're just hard for people to live in and to sustain and to learn language and to learn how things are done, to have a feeling for the culture and then have an influence and a sway in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me about Danny. <laughs> Danny's lover is from Wink, Texas. I knew you. She has a population of about a thousand. So you might think of that as big city, Evelyn. Well, from cut and shoot, they still only have about 300 people in cut and shoot. And of course, they're all lawyers and judges because they live in the woods. There you go. Uh, how did you meet Danny? Uh, we actually met in church. He was starting graduate school when I was starting college. You know, now that we're 
older and mature, having a five-year age gap doesn't seem like a big deal. But at the time, I was definitely a teenager just starting at UT Austin, and he had moved here to attend the University of Texas. He was a math major, very logical mind, but had come to faith, and we met in church. And he was well into his uh, graduate program, and I was just starting out mm-hmm. <laughs> in college. But really, we did. We met in church. That's so exciting. It, that- it's a good foundation. You know, when we go and do these uh, uh, marriage support teams, mm-hmm. what we discover is that often people have a very different life journey. They didn't start out as believers. They didn't come together in faith early on. And there's usually a struggle. And I don't want to say it's perfect mm-hmm. if you have faith. But it uh, makes a difference. And I think we have a strong friendship factor that, uh, you know, things ebb and flow over the course of 30 plus years of marriage, just as they ebb and flow through our life. And you hit some of those crisis points. And if you have the same faith in Christ and you have an ability to pray with one another and you have a friendship, you can stand that test of time. Well, I understand that because, Fan, I've been married 64 years. Congratulations. <laughs> that is amazing. Now, we, every day I tell you, you better be sweet today because it might be your last day for me. <laughs> and that also says that you married when you were a child. <laughs> well, I, I was a second year college. And, you know, you just look back on those days. Um, I, we were so tuned to what we thought God had planned for our lives. And. Uh, unfortunately, the Korean War came along, and um, we had, within three months, we lost a couple of good friends uh, who were drafted, and Van decided that he did not want to go into the Army. He wanted to go in the Navy, and my dad had been in the Navy, and so, um, you know, that changed our life plan, but we dated three years before we got married, so we did been- too. Mm-hmm. And I, I recommend it. I do. Absolutely, because you learn how to climb stairs and go downstairs and climb stairs and go downstairs. In that amount of time, you've probably seen each other sick. You've seen mm-hmm. each other angry. You've seen each other face at least some form of disappointment. Mm-hmm. Those are important. Um, we could spend time talking about the whole dating culture. But just the notion that, you know, you you uh, go out in a very artificial environment and, and put on your best. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Once you're married, you don't always see each other at No, your you best. have to take your clothes off when you go home. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, you do. Well, we are going to talk today about a change uh, that is a powerful principle. And it can be hard and sometimes unwanted, and it's not always for the better. But Kathy is Christ's followers uh, and love leaders. He does call us to a work and to worship, and that call never changes, whether you're in your early career uh, pattern or you're in your senior citizen age like we are now. Tell me a little bit about how what your uh, call was to the media and how you lived that out in Austin. Honestly, I think there was a certain amount of insecurity despite all that good stuff about following Christ and, mm-hmm. and knowing Christ. I I was in a family that um, had an expectation that you would have education. My mm-hmm. father wanted his children to go to college. And I had come into the public speaking and interpretive reading and early on, uh, middle school and high school. I wasn't the best debater, so I wasn't sure that, you know, a logic uh, mm-hmm. Law school was probably not in my future, but I knew that uh, I could speak. I knew that I could have a voice, uh, 
And so I wanted to pursue that. So radio, TV, film was one of the things that UT was noted for. And because I was in the Austin area, it just made sense to attend school Mm -hmm. there. And my dad was willing to help cover that. And back in those days, it wasn't terribly expensive. So I set out to see what I could investigate about radio, television, and film. Mm -hmm. And radio really did appeal to me, even though uh, in the 70s, late 70s, it was still something of an older technology. Uh, Music was um, important in the Austin scene. Mm -hmm. We had uh, uh, Willie Nelson had moved to Austin, and uh, KOKE Radio was here. Mm -hmm. And I actually got to work there for a little while in Mm -hmm. radio news. So I I think I, I appreciated the notion of being informed. I appreciated the notion of having something of a voice and being aware of what was going on in my community. And then as uh, time went on, uh, I wanted to go in a little different direction. There was an opportunity to go back to UT and work in the news service Mm -hmm. for the University of Texas. And that was a a career step for me. And it was important. I was very young, but uh, I appreciated that opportunity. And so you did some work with what TV station? Actually, radio was radio? my strength. Radio. Yes. I didn't remember that. I just remember we had a, a common a cord uh, in radio. And we I, certainly do. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I had a feeling you might ask me about this. My mother, who passed last year at 93, mm-hmm. my mother worked in radio as a very young woman in San Antonio. Isn't that exciting? And I knew all of my growing up years that my mom had been a, a radio personality, if you will. Well, it is um, it is an exciting field. I've enjoyed it. I grew up in radio, and I thought I, I said I'd never do that. But you know, you don't tell God never. So. <laughs> right, anyway, you don't. <laughs> get you. It'll set a trap for you. We are love talking today with my good friend Kathy Glover, and we're going to be talking about a, an opportunity in this city to work and uh, and express our love for the Lord Jesus in a way that can help build people's lives and bring them to change points right after this stay with us for love talk Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. 
Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and special guest Kathy Glover. We are love talking today, or I am. I'm in studio alone today uh, with my good friend Kathy uh, Glover. And Kathy, you and I uh, have a long history of working together in this city and living out the love of the Lord Jesus. And work and worship just go together for us. They do. They are biggies, aren't they? They are. There, There's a way to take your faith on a daily basis and put it to work. And let somebody cross over. Yes, ma'am. Make a big change. Well, let's talk a little bit about LifeBridge. Um, that's the name of the ministry that you're involved in. Yes, I'll tell you that LifeBridge Job Corps is just one part of a larger nonprofit organization that's called River City Hope Street. So it gets a little confusing because River City Hope Street is the uh, organization with uh, charitable status. It has a few arms, if you will, and LifeBridge Job Corps is just near and dear my heart. That's the part that I'm with. Well, tell me about your heart. How did you come to know, first of all, that the Lord loved you and had a plan for your life? Oh, my goodness. You know, I think it was a process. Uh, One of the things that actually influenced my life was uh, celebrating Christmas in my family home. My mother made Christmas very special, and I knew that there was just a bigger context to Christmas than getting the gifts under the tree, Mm -hmm. and I pursued that. I wanted to know more, and even at 10, 11 years old, I was intrigued by that. Pre-teen years, teen years, and then early on in my teen years, there was quite a Jesus movement in the early 70s. I remember that. Absolutely, and there was a rally held at my high school, um, actually in the stadium, which I had been in many times because my father took me to football games, and I, mm-hmm. I knew quite a bit about football at 14. And But I was pursuing this, you know, who is God and what is out there and what is the whole meaning behind this Christmas thing that we spend time and money celebrating? And it became increasingly clear, and I attended this rally, and gentlemen spoke, and he spoke uh, very clearly on the gospel, and they invited people to walk out on the field and sit down and walked us through the four spiritual laws. And that oh, was the really? point at which just a little simple track as a teenager who was ready. You know, Elvin, mm-hmm. when you are ready, you are ready. <laughs> the Lord became very real to me. And he has been real in All your life. Ever since. You've served. Ever since. And it was very clear that at that moment, I was bought with a price. I was no longer my own. And that the love that makes us secure then says, okay, now that you have the security, what are you going to do? How do you give back? I wanted to serve. We call that, and that's the series we're in, the exchanged life. Because the Lord paid a high price for me, Kathy, and for you. Yes, he did. He paid the price. And he gives it to us as we are willing and able to give back to him our life that he might begin to live his life in us. 
And it changes everything about us. It does. I think that uh, when people, uh, perhaps a little from the outside, look at Christians and and are concerned that, oh, well, you know, you're taking this faith thing too seriously. And I want to say it is the actual center and focus of my life. Decisions are made through that filter. All of life is seen through that filter. It's not tacked on. It's up front and center. And it is um, a pivotal point where sometimes you reach a real high in the spiritual level, you know, where you know exactly what God's saying and what he's telling us and what he's leaving. I don't say driving us, but the bridge that he builds in our life to take us to another place where he wants us to serve. And I think it it gives you opportunity. It changes your perspective. We hear a lot about worldview. I think it changes how you view everything, how you view life, how you view having children, your marriage, your family, work. It redeems our view of work. And it gives us vision. It does. To see how God can use what he has exchanged, what he has given us in exchange for us giving our lives to him. And, you know, you... You have done so well all these years in serving uh, outside your kitchen area uh, or living area. And such an example for so many young women today and and young men. And I know that's part of your life story that we really want to talk about today. Uh, What do you see as the big picture of God's mission or passion for your life, Kathy? When you look at the big picture. I think uh, being willing to serve where you are, there was a time in my life when I had small children, and I actually have a snapshot that one of my kids took of me riding on a tricycle. Uh, There had to be, uh, I was one who didn't really expect to enjoy being a mom, and I can't say every minute was a joy by any means, and yet there were those days that sidewalk chalk and Bubbles, blowing bubbles and mm-hmm. riding the tricycle were part of a big part of our day. It was being in the moment with the children and understanding that there was an investment being made. Likewise, as they got older and I decided I needed to do something else, for a while I worked in a library in the school that they were involved in. It was quite an education for me. I do not have a degree in library science that requires a master's degree, and I was not prepared to go mm-hmm. do that. But I I thoroughly loved finding quality children liter- children's literature, not only for the sake of my own children, but for other people as well. This is reminding me of a young girl who came in. She was probably about fourth or fifth grade. who did not want to read. She was just stubborn. She was frustrated. She thought reading was a chore. I didn't have a lot of training, but I knew enough to ask her, what do you like? Well, I like horses. Do you know how many horse books there are for young girls? There's quite a few. And I found a whole series of books that suddenly she became interested in reading. And I had the luxury of not being her classroom teacher and having academics that I had to focus Mm -hmm. on. I could get her to read and, and have a love for reading. You know, that is so important with children, and it's also important for adults. Uh, We don't see people that do a lot of reading today because so much time is spent on the computer. But, you know, Kathy, um, I know that in my life there was a change point when when our youngest son, Danny, uh, uh, went off to Colorado to be a ski uh, professional. He was a professional skier, and to turn him loose and let him begin to live his life changed my life. Oh, it was a yes, change ma'am. point. Yes, ma'am. I made the mistake of sending my last child to college about the same week that we sold our minivan. 
And someone called and asked me about my new car. Are you excited about your new car? And I said, no, <laughs> it's small. And she said, what's wrong? And I said, I'm missing my minivan. And she said, could this have something to do with the fact that this is the same week that your youngest child went to college? And I went, oh, so that van, I had had three of them uh-huh. over the years, really was the the uh, focal point, the symbol of, you know, being the mom uh, who drove the minivan. Yes. And somehow when that child, who I might add, came a little later in life, so I was definitely a mature mom by that point, um, went off to college, the van went too. And ever since, I have driven a small car, which is only a little funny because it's a Toyota, and he went to technical school to learn how to work on Toyotas. Oh, my God. So it all actually worked out pretty well. <laughs> well, you know, when we think about these change points in our life, we have to be uh, open-hearted to receive them because it, sometimes they do hurt. Sometimes they, they're troubling. Sometimes they're just uh, questionable. Oh, you know? well, and what you're saying is change is difficult. Yes, ma'am, whether it's even good change. I mean, think about when you first bring your child home from the hospital being a mom. That's a huge and positive change, but it is difficult. So, yes, change is hard. It is. Well, let's talk some about the mission heart you have for LifeBridge uh, because that is such a viable uh, organization here in the city and in in our area. And uh, tell me basically what your mission is. LifeBridge Job Corps. I can tell you very simply, uh, adult job readiness. Those are the three key words. By adult, I mean 17 and older. We do classes for anyone that's 17 and up. Um, Job, we need to be employed. And either uh, it's folks who have chronically been unemployed or underemployed, so you might need a job or you might need a better one, adult job readiness, it takes quite a bit to go out in today's job market. Even for some fairly simple entry-level jobs, people come in and say, well, I don't need a resume to work in fast food. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, you do. And there are just so many points. The typical employer isn't going to call you. They're going to email you. If you don't function on a computer and have access to an Mm -hmm. email address, It's even hard to apply without going online. So there's many aspects to um, accepting the technology that affects our lives on a daily basis. And if you have been uh, chronically undereducated, underserved, underemployed, it is very difficult. Mm -hmm. I like to say you probably had help getting to the position you're in, and it will take some help to move out. And you are that help. We are love talking today with Kathy Glover, and she is with Life. Life Bridge. Life Bridge. I get it backwards. Uh, and we're going to talk when we come back what it is that it, what it takes to get ready to make that uh, change point for people that you've described today. Uh, stay with us for Love Talk. We'll be right back. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, 
Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These CASA friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and special guest Kathy Glover. Welcome back to Love Talk. I'm in studio with one of my favorite people, long-time friend, Kathy Glover. <laughs> Kathy, uh, we've been talking about change points in life, how, how it is that uh, with every, um, I'd say, 10 years, Basically, there are changes that we generally have to make in life. But mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about the change points in the lives of the people that you work with, with uh, LifeBridge. And let, tell me what readiness is in regard to having a career or having a job. Job readiness seems like a fairly uh finite thing. I mean, people actually grasp, okay, I might need a resume. I might need some computer skills. Or really, for the, the folks that left school early and don't even have a GED, trying to get any sort of job in the greater Austin area without even a high school education is practically impossible. So there is that education arm, and and that's much of what our job readiness focuses on, what I would call hard skills, uh, learning Microsoft Office. We do that. We have Can a I wonderful. Come? There's a, <laughs> yes, you may. There's a wonderful computer lab. I have absolutely nothing to do with it except to say how great it is. We have these retired folks that come in that have been at Dell or at IBM, and they are teaching computer basics. So computer literacy is definitely important. People can wrap their mind around that. What they don't realize uh, is perhaps that beyond the life skill and the job readiness skill, there is what we call faith skill. You know, faith is a skill, Evelyn, and we have to practice mm-hmm. it right. to get good at anything. Uh, you, you have to practice. So we have folks who may have some knowledge of faith or some idea on faith, but it hasn't been front and center reality deep in their lives. They haven't applied it to their job hunt. So one of the things that I think we find quite surprising for most people is we have a Bible study every day. We do four half days. 
This coming session, starting September 8th, we will start Tuesday, go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. There will be Bible study to start our day. One key study is on forgiveness. Mm. Now, most people will say, what does forgiveness, what in the world does that have to do with looking for a job? You know, it would be easy, I think, for some folks to say, that's not what I came here for. That's not what I need. Just show me some employers. Yeah. Give me a job. And the reality is, if they are already currently employed but underemployed, they have some form of uh, survival, we want to really encourage them to come to those four half days, attend forgiveness class. It's a 10-week session. By the way, it only costs $25. I have to get that in. It's so worthwhile. The lady that teaches forgiveness, I have heard from so many people as they walk out of class, they're blown away. It is this awakening, this understanding that God cares for them so deeply that that hard place where they have uh, hidden some Hardship in their heart, mind, and soul, it has affected their entire life. It affects their countenance. It affects how they think. It affects certainly how they behave as they go off to get a job. And even though they may think, well, I can land the job, can you keep it? When there's a hardness of heart, Mm -hmm. there's a struggling as you would say, an exchange point, a need point that needs to be exchanged. And I think what happens over that 10 weeks as our teacher speaks about appropriating forgiveness, understanding that forgiveness, understand what they have received, and then in turn can give out. Mm -hmm. When you're no longer looking back over your shoulder, when you're no longer taking that poison of unforgiveness, you're free. And when you're free, it begins to show. And then you're able to move forward in your life, and you're not held back. Mm. So honestly, forgiveness is one of the key things that we see is a huge factor in helping people move forward. At LifeBridge, we have that verse from Jeremiah 29 about how God has a hope and a plan for the future to prosper you and not harm you. Well, sometimes you have to be still and look back. Mm-hmm. And understand that you had some struggles, whether it was a father or a mother. We have people who've suffered abuse. We yeah. have people who've suffered greatly. They have been denigrated and denied. They've been held down by many circumstances in life. We like to say poverty isn't just about your pocketbook. There's a poverty of spirit. Of There's a poverty of heart. There's a poverty in the mindset. And it takes time. And the grace of God to see that change. And it takes helpers. It, it does, and that's what we love to do. You know, years and years ago, and I don't know how long ago it was, when uh, Chris Rowley first began to do the, the readiness thing. Probably 15 years at least. Well, at least 15. Uh, I did I did a session, uh, I think twice a year for her, on personalities and help people come to understand you know, who they are really in the area of strengths and weaknesses and what yes. they need to work on. Yes. And it, we always had fun with it. It was just, I know one at one of those sessions we had a young girl that came to know the Lord as a result of saying, you know, just one or two words. I mean, afterwards we said, if you've got a deep hurting or need in your life, stay and let's talk about it. So I know faith is so important as part of the ministry. Faith skill. We like to say we are life skill, job skill, which is what is the hook that brings people in. They understand the need to be employed. I mean, let's face it, dollars and cents are important. Mm -hmm. But there's life skill, job skill, 
skill, faith skill, and then for some language skill. We have people who come for English as a second language, and they can be from anywhere. It's English immersion. Yes, about half of our people are native Spanish speakers, but quite frankly, the other half come from all over the world. The Austin, Texas area has people who come from Russia and China and Korea and Vietnam and India and Pakistan, and we've seen them all. You know, that is uh, similar to uh, that. The ministry of doing that is similar to the International Friendship Program that I served on the steering committee for 25 years where we did that with UT students who would move to Austin, would have great difficulty. Even doctors, uh, uh, professors would come to try to develop their lingual uh, language. They could read and write, but they could not hear that. They could not make the tones. The um, LifeBridge has three sites. One is a Spanish language site on the east side of Austin. There is one at uh, the Great Hills Arboretum area, and that LifeBridge site is strictly English as a second language. And what they find is you have educated, often in the the daytime Mm -hmm. program, educated women who have come here with their husbands. They had an education in the country of origin, but they don't speak English. Mm -hmm. You are limited if you cannot speak proficient English. And so, again, that big picture, life skill, job skill, language skill, and let's not forget the faith skill. Well, we want to talk about faith skill a little bit. But what I I wanted to do again, because we have people that come in and go out on a lot of time, tell them uh, basically how they can get in touch with LifeBridge. LifeBridge Job Corps is part of a bigger program called River City Hope Street. And we do have a website, rivercityhopestreet.org. And then we also have a wonderful Facebook page. We have a lady that is our social media guru. In fact, if she was here, she'd be saying, I know it's radio, but you need a picture with Evelyn (laughs) because we're going to post it. And I have to say, I had to succumb recently to a Twitter account. I don't tweet much, but the Facebook page is so important. And that one is once you're on Facebook, you can go to LifeBridge Twin Lakes. That's specific to our site. Our site is held at the Twin Lakes Fellowship Church in Cedar Park. It is a wonderful campus. Mm -hmm. We have an education building. It's a large two-story building. And basically, we are only limited by our vision and by our number of volunteers because, quite frankly, the need is great. We have facility and room on our campus for more. Many nonprofits are moving there, and we are working corporately together to affect change Mm -hmm. those exchange points in people's lives because folks walk in i mean literally i would say daily someone walks in who didn't even understand what we do or who we are and they saw the sign that says life bridge job core one of those words resonated with them Mm -hmm. what um what is the well i would say the regular ordinary person uh, look like that you deal with every day. <laughs> that Paint is, me a picture. Yes, very difficult. I would have said a year and a half ago, um, she is a slightly mature woman who has a gap in her employment or her skills. And that picture has changed significantly. Uh, we do see that. We are located in Cedar Park. Many people assume, oh, it's a, a very affluent suburb. Well, in a, mm-hmm. in a fashion of speaking, yes, that's true. But quite frankly, as rental prices soar in Austin, we have what we call the suburbanization of poverty. People are looking elsewhere. A few years back, I had a friend in need. I called the housing authority for the city of Austin, and they point blank said, there's nothing. 
she might as well look in Williamson County. Mm -hmm. So those affluent, if you will, suburbs are seeing an influx of people who lack skills, who have great needs. And so we see people coming into LifeBridge who have all of those kinds of needs. Either they are needing English or they are needing a hand up in the computer skill Mm -hmm. area, or they're just looking for a job. There are so many needs. And so I would say we went from this uh, more clear picture of a slightly older woman who may have had skills 15, 20 years ago, but there's a gap now. Our last session, we had everything, literally from 17 to pushing 80. We had a gentleman who had moved to Cedar Park to be with his extended family. He was originally from New Orleans, uh-huh. and he wanted to come to get his GED. Isn't that exciting? Amazing. Amazing. A real heart and desire how many, to have education. How many uh, semesters do you have, or how do you Our how, typical session is 10 weeks. 10 so weeks. we'll start September 8th, and we'll run through the first part of November. And in those 10 weeks, people are allowed to come to the job readiness program as one specific arm. That will be four half days a week, Tuesday through Friday, just half days. So in the mornings, we really want to see them come as mm-hmm. consistently as possible. Like anything else, the more you put into it, the more you'll get out of it. We realize that not everyone is prepared to commit to that level, and they may just need to come one evening a week. So we do have an ESL class, uh, both daytime and then also one in the evening. We have a computer class we offer in the evening. Uh, This session, we're branching out into citizenship class. Mm -hmm. So there are many things that are offered at our campus. But my heart is that half-day job readiness program. It it is life-changing. What does it cost? $25. Now, Evelyn, we were offering everything for free, and what we found is we are, um, LifeBridge is funded through River City Hope Street through donations mm-hmm. of individuals, churches, businesses, all kinds of support. Nevertheless, it's hard to make ends meet. And by the way, we are all volunteer run, which mm-hmm. means I'm worth every single dime. I do not get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the zero base, too. <laughs> there you go. We refer to it as the the 401H. It's the heaven plan. Um, Mm -hmm. That keeps costs down, but there's still a cost to ink and paper. There's still a cost. Our uh, ESL books are over $25 a workbook, and those need to go with the people. So we have come to the conclusion after prayer and debate and some wise counsel and said we need to charge $25 registration fee, which if you think about it in terms of a 10-week class is just minimal. And it's an investment. You know, it's the exchange process we're talking about. If you're going to get something, you've got to put something out there that God can bless. And the time commitment, I mean, it is significant. We are asking people to trust us, to come in the door, develop trust, and, you know, we end up developing friendship. It's not just student and teacher. There's Mm -hmm. great rapport, and there's mentoring, there's modeling, there's friendship. That is so exciting. We come back. We need to take our break. Well, let's to talk about how it is you got a vision for this, Pleasure. how God developed the passion, and what you see God doing in the lives of those that are that are not faith based that need to know that they need to make the exchange with Him for their life. Right after this, stay with us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson. 
and it's packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as in town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is YOU-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com ThinkMarketingTexas.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and special guest Kathy Glover. Thank you, uh, Kevin, and thank you all of you who make an investment in Love Talk, Those our sponsors, and uh, it is an exchange process. They... Um, they pay the price for us to be here on Love Talk, and then we ask you to support them and that you might give back to them as, as we're able to give to you. And we're having a really good program today as I'm talking with my good friend, Kathy Glover. And Kathy, we've been talking about how it is that change in life is hard. It is difficult. Yes, ma'am. If you are in a poverty situation or sometimes if you're in, you know, you live in a high rent district, yes. things are any time there is a change point of life. And crisis can happen. We have a had a, a woman who came to us because her husband died unexpectedly. And suddenly she needed to look at not being an at-home mom, but going to work. It was a very uh, difficult situation. Well, let's talk a little bit about some of the good stories. Tell me, first of all, how is it that you, the Lord captured your heart for this? He did. He did. Uh, I attend Northwest Fellowship, and there was a woman who was a mature learner, I say, in her 50s, who had finished high school and had come to the Austin area and was enrolled in the Austin Community College. And she reached out to me basically because she heard that my husband could help tutor her in math. 
And so there was a family in our church that was doing soup night at their house, and we all met up at soup night. And this woman was an inspiration to me. She had very significant needs, uh, having trouble making ends meet, but had chosen to follow this path to better her life. Long-term goal of education. Many siblings in her family, no one had finished college. So she was bound and determined to do it. Her name is Jean. And to this day, now Jean has moved on from community college and is enrolled in social work at uh, Texas State University. At that time, uh, she recognized her need for a math tutor, but she had other needs too. She really needed a prayer partner. And the more we got together, I understood that she had financial needs. She had transportation needs. She has a special needs kiddo, just so many things. And one day I was just trying to help her with housing situation. And uh, this is when I called the housing authority. And basically they said, don't even look in Austin. Just go ahead and look in the suburbs. I thought, oh, great. If you have a transportation issue, how does that happen? And so um, over time, as she and I were meeting, I pulled out my day timer one day and was flipping through to see when I could meet with her again. And she just looked over and said, I think I need one of those. Mm. And I realized just a simple calendar was something that she hadn't uh, taken advantage of. And so we said, by all means, let's go get one. And so to this day, at the end of each year, I try to get her a day timer so that uh, she's doing that multitasking that all women do. She's a student. She's an employee. She's a mom. She's also a daughter to help take care of her mother. She is a sister. Uh, helps with her brother and his children. So it's a very big picture. It's a very full life. And you know what? You need a calendar. You know, Kathy, that is um, so indicative of people that uh, are limited by the things that experiences they've had or the opportunities that they see before them. Let's let's talk about what it is that makes LifeBridge so strong. I think this faith base and this willingness to say, uh, are you ready for change? And often by the time people come to our door, they've struggled. It's not easy to deal with food stamps. It's not easy to get a bus pass or even to have transportation. I've had people who've looked a little frustrated about the thought that a poor person would have a cell phone. And I want to say to them, how would you manage your life if you didn't have ready transportation and food and perhaps a roof over your head? How are you going to know? negotiate your life without having a telephone. We don't have pay phones really anymore. We don't have even a a landline necessarily in every office where you go. You need to have a cell phone. So that has actually become a a point of need. Uh, I really appreciate Dave Ramsey and his uh, very bottom line understanding that people need shelter and they need clothes and they need transportation and they need food. I would add some form of technology You need to be connected to the outside world by a phone, probably also an Internet connection. So there's five basic things. The people who come to us sometimes don't have most of those five. So we need to uh, acknowledge the need and see where we can start. Well, what can we do? I think that for the community at large to understand that things like LifeBridge, Job Corps, are volunteer-run and very much uh, needing donations. So they can give their time by volunteerism, even if it's just a half day a week. We can put people to work. There's all kinds of things, opportunities. In fact, this next week we'll be doing uh, registration 
we just need some willing hands and hearts to come and help mm-hmm. us with registration. And then beyond that, our 10-week session, we offer a lunch to folks a few days a week. It is not trivial with very limited budget. So we reach out to restaurants. We reach out to churches and women's groups and say, if you can supply a lunch for however many people. And quite frankly, last session, we had almost 90 people. By the time you count all of the English as a second language and job readiness folks, we had, and and then uh, the volunteer base, we sometimes had close to 90 people for lunch. Now, I cannot say that all of those people completed the program, but we want people to come and make the commitment for the 10 weeks. So if we can have lunches provided, that's a huge help to us. I have a lady from my church who comes on Tuesdays and helps clean up. So that the volunteer staff is not boxing up the leftovers and washing things off. We need to run down to our office and do what's next. Or we need to go back in the classroom so that we can be there for our students. So uh, volunteerism is a huge thing. And then cash donations, absolutely critical. That would be through River City Hope Street. It is a tax-deductible gift. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, quite frankly, in-kind gifts. We had a large church out in our area who decided to do a back-to-school drive for adults. It was wonderful. They were one Sunday school class just pulled out the stops. I have to give great credit to Bethany United Methodist Church. Mm -hmm. They provided a large check. They provided notebooks and highlighters and purchased some of our ESL books. It was just wonderful. Kathy, it just mm, thrills my heart to know that the Lord has placed you in a place where he can get a return on his investment in you. It's feet on the ground. It's a place to put your faith into action. It really is. And you see the importance of praying with people. You see the importance of, yes, you need to have that computer skill, but you also need to have that faith base. You know, what you believe, Evelyn, makes all the difference. What you believe about God and what you believe about yourself Mm -hmm. makes all the difference. Well, we want to thank you for being with us. Tell us again how they can get in touch with you. LifeBridge Job Corps. I can give you a phone number. That would be good. 512-522-7152. That's the 512 Austin area code and then 522-7152, LifeBridge Job Corps. You can also go to the Facebook page for LifeBridge Twin Lakes. Okay. And you'll find us. Well, one of the most important things that we do is we have our friends come in is to talk about how it is that the Lord is the one that gives us the passion and the vision to do the things we do. And we have people who listen to us that have never come to that change point in life. And I don't know if that's where you are today as you're listening. I don't know what your need might be. But I can tell you this. Uh, Jeremiah 29.11 tells us a very important principle, and it is this. Uh that the Lord himself has come to a point that he promises that if we will confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And he tells us that he has a plan that never changes. And I would say to you today, it's so simple. It's A, B, C. A is that you acknowledge that you don't know him, that you want to know him that you've never accepted his love for you. You want that. You want that change point in your life. B is that you believe that he loves you and that he does have a plan. And then the C part of it is to confess it, to confirm it. Begin to seek 
help for the issues that you have in life. Call Kathy in LifeBridge and see what it is that they have that you might take advantage of. But other than that, we just ask that you would come to a point in your life where you would be a love messenger for others, that they might come to know the reality of the love of the Lord Jesus. Because this is what the Scripture says. God says, I know the plan I have for you. It is a plan for good and not for evil, that you might have a future and you might have a hope. And that hope, that rope of hope that we've talked about today is Jesus Christ as he has put together this ministry of Life Bridge. And, Kathy, for all of this, we again want to thank you for being with us. And we want, to have, want you to come back. Oh, it's just delightful. I always appreciate talking with you, Evelyn. Thank you. And we appreciate you being with us today. And we'll uh, see you and talk to you again next time for Love Talk.